Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Toby, 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 Toby. <laughs> yes, Mush. An exciting weekend of rugby. Depressing weekend of rugby. If you're a Crusaders Can I fan. just say, I need a new remote control. <laughs> it flew, flew, flew across the lounge. Uh, gosh, I can't speak. <laughs> Cannot speak. Did it fly across the lounge? No, even? it went straight down. Did it? Yeah, I had a proper hissy fit. Did threw you? Threw it down. Batteries went everywhere. What did the family say? They weren't in the room. Excellent. For safety reasons. Yes. Yeah. Good. I actually missed the start of my own daughter's football <laughs> to watch the Crusaders lose. That's <laughs> that's commitment. <laughs> commitment. That's stupidity. <laughs> anyway, we're going to get into all of that. We will. But as a, I mean, for, if you're an Aussie fan right now. You've got to be proud of what they put on over the weekend. Definitely. Aussie teams played well. They played very well. Uh, right, we have a um, little email, don't we? Now, I find this one quite amusing. Oh, very amusing. Okay, now this is from uh, Josh. Yeah. Uh, Hankins. Better known as. Hank the Tank. <laughs> Hank the Tank. <laughs> right, uh, it's a good segue as well. So, g'day lads. Long time listener, first time emailer. Respect there. Yeah, like A lot it. of respect. Yes. We asked for that, and Josh has come He's up. Delivered. Trump's, he? he has delivered. Just writing to say, I love the work you boys do, and look forward to listening to the pod every week. Just one question. Why do you hate on Geordie Barrett? He's class. P.S. I love, I look, sorry, I look forward to winning the Super Brew. Hank the Tank. Now, before we answer his questions, mm. I think it would be good to then move over and to see where he's at. Super see Brew. Where, see where he's at. Let's go, should we look where he's at overall first? Okay. Yeah. Overall, he is uh, one, two, three, four. He's sixth. Yeah. So he's, he's in he's in shooting distance. So he's doing pretty well. But there's yeah. a symbol there that's next symbol. to his name, and that's the wooden spoon. <laughs> Hank the Tank. He got two points <laughs> all weekend. I think he might be regretting his email. <laughs> I Knowing. look forward to winning. Good luck, pal. <laughs> he should have. He, he should have. He should have rewritten it as "I look forward to you boys ripping me to <laughs> falling." I, I look forward to jumping <laughs> off a cliff. <laughs> so um. Uh. <laughs> 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 He's obviously going cliff diving, is he? <laughs> Unlucky Hank. So, um, the tank. Uh, yeah, oh. Absolutely. I had to say, I wet myself laughing when I looked at the results over the weekend. As we've said Funny. before, you don't win any races at the start. No. We're in the middle. It's all about the end. It's all about the finished product. In saying that, though, sir, you're so far behind. There's absolutely no, no chance. chance. You're like Mo Farah, mate. You've got no chance of winning. You see him the other day? No. He got beaten by an amateur. Did he? Did he really? <laughs> he did, yeah. Oh, no. Anyway, um, look, I would like to say I'm actually coming around to the big fella. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm coming around to the to the Geordie. One, he's got a massive boot. He's got a huge toe. Two, he's good in the air. Yes. And he's kind of taken that ridiculous 
kind of mistake out of his game. The reason why we used to not He's like He's a more Jordan. mature player, yeah. isn't he? But he has the worst haircuts. Oh, that's great. And anyone 6'3 should be in the forwards in my book. He's taller than 6'3, isn't he? <laughs> Is he? I think so. He should be in the forwards. He eh? should be. But the thing is, Sick is that because we slate home. him because we've got no one else to slate. We slate him because... Of what he did in the past. For what he did in the past. Yes. And we shouldn't hold a grudge, should we? Should. Always hold a grudge. <laughs> it's like Hank the Tank. Every week, <laughs> we're going to rip him to shreds <laughs> because of that email. I look forward to winning this Super Brew. <laughs> Fallen from grace. <laughs> All all I've got to say is he's going to feel under pressure this weekend. <laughs> he is, isn't he? He's going to be hot under the collar with some of those picks. There's some tough picks over the They're weekend. Very tough there? picks. So shall very we go over tough. the Super Bruce now? We shall. Where you go, sir. Uh, shall okay. we go over this week's results? In first position, Wiglington. Wiglington, yes. Yeah, so Wing- she, she's done well. It's Willow. Brett's Willow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's done amazing. Sam Wise in second spot. Yeah. Uh, Philosmos. <laughs> Weslow. Weslow. Now, the thing oh, is... Big Ash. Big Ash. Yeah, Big Ash. Big Ash. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 she Big is Ash. She's shot. She shot. The thing is, is that Sam Wise and Weslow have overtaken me. <laughs> so they've pushed me down. They've had a great week. They have. And they've overtaken me. In last position, we've already covered this, is Hank the Tank Hank with two points. The Tank. American Village. Blues, second to last. Swano. And Baby Rebels. In fact... Ben Affleck didn't have a good yeah. one. Coley the Poley did better than Ben Affleck. Flukes. Ben Affleck's just been fluking the whole way through. <laughs> the log is finally floating. He's gone well, up. Yeah, he's gone up too, isn't he? Big Ash. Big Ash is not going to be there for long. No. Do you want to go over the results of overall? Overall. So top, we'll go top four, eh? Uh, Winter Milan is... Sailing away. Is slowly but surely fluttering away in the wind. Jed, Damo, not this Damo, and then Ben Affleck. Uh, Then we've got at the bottom, Big Ash, still there. Coley the Poly, the log, and Jaybird007. Jaybird, you belong at the bottom with a name like that, mate. Can I just say, if I was predicting the future, I think Big Ash is gonna is gonna whip up those those rankings, and I think Coley the Poly will come last. Really? Yeah, Coley the Poly. That's a huge call. But there's like middle of the park. There's uh, me on forty four, Tommy Guns on forty four, oh, Baby a, Rebels what a great name. Tommy Guns, Tommy Guns, <laughs> uh, Neville Triple Seven, Lewis. <laughs> Samwise, Swano, yeah. we're all very, very close. You are. Oh, Weslow didn't pass me. Unlucky, bud. That's all gone, sir. That's all gone. It's all gone. Music's off. It's time for... Breaking news. Sorry, gosh. Kindly supported by... Super XV for all your uh, outdoor needs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you go first on I'll the stories. I'll go first. Okay. I've got some Bobby Dazzlers, I think. Do you? Yeah. Well, the fir- your first one definitely is. So, um, we've, be- we've been referring to Sir John Kerwin quite a lot over the past few weeks. Yeah. Has he come out and said, we need to make the referees just referee yet? He has. Has he really? No, he has. <laughs> <laughs> Hook, line, and oh, sink. Oh, you there, got bud. me there. I, I thought we were more important than we actually are. <laughs> hilarious it's hilarious yes you should have known better he goes on to sort of say you know the All Blacks spot number 10 spot yeah Bowden Barrett Rich Mwanga you know that's sort of their their bit but then we've got he then goes on to say Joshuani's there uh, Gatlin's there um, Stephen Perfetta yeah up and coming but there's no real out and out ten. There's no one who can kick really well. There's no one like the complete package. We sort of touched on it last yeah, week last or the week, week before. Yeah. But he's gone on to say 
that Damien McKenzie. Oh, do you say name? <laughs> Damo Wazza. <laughs> Damien McKenzie needs to be in that spot. No. And the the sort of where is it? The main headline says, you know, get on the plane and go and sign him. He's the solution in that All Blacks depth. Now, I'm really sorry. We, my, don't, we do not have, I, I get his point, right? We do not have the world-class all-round team. No, but that's not needed anymore. Because if you've yeah. got Bowden Barrett at the back. Well, you mean Geordie Barrett. Geordie Barrett at the back, sorry. He can, he can do the kicking. Yeah. And then you've got a world-class 10, which I would think Richie and Bowden Barrett are world-class 10s. Yes. Just to do their 10 roll. I mean, they should really be kicking, but it's not just the 10s role to kick. You know, other people can. If you think about and, Stuart Hogg, he kicks. And actually, I've been watching Bowden Barrett recently. He's kicking very well. He is kicking and, a lot better. And maybe the time off, the pressure of kicking, he spent the time that he needs to work on his kicking. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back and does very, very well with the, with the, with the tee. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Because we've always said he's an incredibly skillful guy. Yes. Why on earth can't he kick? I know. I know. I don't, I'd didn't make any sense to me. Didn't make any sense. So Damien McKenzie, I love Damien McKenzie, brilliant, but he's not the answer at 10. No, I agree. If we're scratching round, thinking about that, then we are in serious we trouble. We are scraping the bottom of the barrel if we're doing that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, arguably Bryn Gatlin's playing well, he's a good kicker, but he's not exciting, is he? No, he's not he's, exciting. he's boring player. Now, we have been talking about the need for technology. The need for speed. To sort out whether players are concussed or not. And some bright spark from somewhere has come up with a device that actually scans your brain pitch side. So Which this, is great. Which is what we were sort of talking about. Yeah. So you're going to have a baseline scan of when you're healthy. Yep. And then you're going to get, do these scans pitch side that are going to hopefully tell us more about whether players have been concussed. So okay. if they get a knock to the head, they can put the scanner on and they can see if anything's going wrong. W-A-V-I device. Yeah. So this is fantastic. What I would say is there's obviously three clubs that are trialing this device okay. at the moment. And are, they, are they sort of... No, no. They're Cornish Pirates, Seven Oaks Rugby Club. So they're kind of the... Oh, okay. The, Division down. Championship level yeah. rather than premiership. Yeah. Okay. But what I like about this is by the looks of it, you know, we might be in a position where you could do this at all age groups in the not too distant future. And really, that's what it's all about because my worry is they did run this this um, sort of trial on elite athletes yeah. with big collisions and they're going to turn around and say, we can't play rugby anymore. No. And actually, what you want to do is you want to be going down and doing the junior levels and saying, actually, that, that, that's coming back good or it's coming back bad. Because yes. let's be honest, the professional part of our game is incredibly small compared to the grassroots. Yes. So we want to be looking at the grassroots. But and what if it is out, bad in the grassroots? Well, they this go, is oh, the thing. Rugby's cancelled. <laughs> I don't want to be funny. But if you were doing those brain scans and all the all the – Info's coming back in a negative light. Oh, device isn't working. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah you not, can just, not good. Not good. Not good. <laughs> just, I'll keep trying. I'll keep trying. <laughs> but you can imagine <laughs> yeah. that happening, eh? Yeah, like, nah, oh, nah, nah. What's nah, the next good, thing? It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> My invention isn't very good. <laughs> yeah, it could. It could make or break rugby, you know. <laughs> it could. <laughs> it really yeah, that's what I mean. Wow. It would explain a lot from me and you, mate. Oh. Right. Brain dead. Brain yeah. dead. So, yeah, that, so I think it's absolutely fantastic. We've, we've heard about mouth guards. We've heard about the saliva test. Those things do seem to be a lot cheaper. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Brain scan machine. <laughs> it's not going to be a fiver, is it? Let's be honest. No, not, uh, not straight away anyway. No. Not straight away. Okay, um, my next story... And it's almost a little bit of a quiz for you here. Oh, great. <clears throat> There's three people, okay, that have been um, approached by other sporting codes apart from rugby league. Okay, okay. Forget about rugby league. 
other sporting codes in rugby union? In the history of rugby union? Yeah. Joan Lomu. Apart from Joan Lomu, because <laughs> that's easy. <laughs> Joan Lomu, yep. Dan Carter. What f- sport? NFL. Okay, what would he have done in the NFL? Kicker. Okay, who for? I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I think it's the Patriots, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> great knowledge, Damien. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Next one. I don't know. <laughs> Give me a clue. <laughs> <laughs> bit I of a rogue, I, bit of a rogue player. Number ten, quite rogue. Carlos. No, not in New Zealand. In England. Rogue. Yeah. Rogue player number ten. Yeah. How long ago? He got approached in two thousand and ten. You'll know him as soon as I say his first name. Well, it's not Johnny Wilkinson. He's not rogue. No. Who was that one? Charlie Hodgson? No. Who was that else? Was it 10? Think a bit. Think later. Oh, go on. Danny. Danny Cipriani. He got approached by MK Dons. Oh, yeah. um, They are actually in a promotion battle to go up into the championship. Yeah. Anyway, football. Good player. Good player. Apparently. And he's a good cricketer as well. Yeah. I think he could have been uh, a top, top cricketer. But like, is he dag? Yeah, could have been cricketer. Yeah, cricket. good bowler, wasn't he? Good bowler. Uh, and then James Haskell, MMA. Remember that? It was oh, recently. Gosh. He could still do it, couldn't he? His body's in pieces, though, by all accounts. There's more, though. There's more than that. Oh, there's a lot more than that, but yeah. just, just... Those are the three high-profile ones. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you like my knowledge? Great knowledge for the first... I was very impressed. <laughs> Uh, this is a great one for me, mate, this next story. His dad plays with his seven sons yeah. in final. He's been busy, eh? Does he know about the <laughs> contraception? Do you know anything <laughs> do you know about what? contraception, eh? He actually looks in pretty good nick as well. Uh, He's do in you the know middle. what? <laughs> I was like, who's the father? Yeah. Because there's a bloke next to him that looks just as old. <laughs> yeah. I think he, well, he's had seven kids. He's probably not far away. <laughs> Does it tell them the age? Oh, uh, no, it doesn't. But anyway, this is great. They actually made the whole scrum. It does say. Does the it age. say? Does, oh, yes. Uh, 27. Sam, yeah, 35. 35. Obviously, he's 50, 56. 56. 18, 33. Do you know what? He does look pretty good for 56, doesn't he? He, he does. He does. He's quite a stylish guy, actually. 21, 31. Bit of a mix. So, um, brilliant, brilliant story. And actually, I think they won. The game. It Did was, they win the game? It was in promotion to go up. Some of the players. Oh, yeah. Some of the players came from the sixty-five-seven. Yeah, sixty-five. I think to be fair, some of those, some of his lads, normally play for the first team, and they came down to be part of his last game. Oh yeah, third, third. So you know, great story though, isn't it? Yeah. The whole family in one scrum. Yeah. In one scrum. Yeah, they were all Fords. Oh, they were all Fords. <laughs> How is the father a Ford? No, I'm not sure whether or not uh, some of his right. lads are Fords, but they obviously made... I mean, God, look at some of them. They're definitely Fords. Yeah. <laughs> very, very good story. Like it. So, Mike Island, congratulations. I, I don't have seven kids, but if I did, Hang on. Uh, I Hang would love it. He He's Mike, Mike Island, who also has eight daughters. What? <laughs> He has eight Six, daughters. 16 <laughs> kids. Get him on the bench. <laughs> what? <laughs> that he has been a busy boy. <laughs> I'm not sure whether he's been busy. I think his wife's been busy. Oh, oh. He's got oh, the easy part. Mike, Mike, we've got another one. We've got another one, Mike. <laughs> I'm just going away for a weekend. Oh, go, I'm bringing it again. <laughs> oh, red flag. <laughs> <laughs> And by the look at these of his lads, some of them don't look like him. No, there's no. even a there's even a couple of ginger ninjas there is, in there. I know, <laughs> I know. 
Oh, the mailman. <laughs> Mailman's ginger. No? Right. <laughs> he's 16 kids. And he's 56. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even that old. <laughs> that is ridiculous, isn't it? Wow. Well, his oldest, the, well, the oldest boy is what? Uh, 35. <laughs> so, oh, he's 12. <laughs> he didn't even... He didn't even get off to a quick start. He was 14. No. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. He was 18, wasn't he? Jeez. Uh, 18? <laughs> I don't know. 15. <laughs> I'd like to know his daughter's no, ages because, no, oh, no. my goodness. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> right, mate. On to the results. Don't you have another story? No. I've only got two. You've only got two. <laughs> have you done two? <laughs> Where's your second one? Where's the second one? Where's the NFL? Oh, right, MMA. Okay. Come on, up with a plate. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> well, that was village. I agree. Off to the results. Off to the results, yeah. Brumbies. A really, really good victory. Yeah. Really good victory over the Hurricanes. I think the other ones that were interesting was, I know a lot of people had the Fiji down to win. Yes. The Highlands obviously nipped that. But let's be honest to say, did anyone see the Waratahs beating the Crusaders. No. No. Well, no one picked it in Superbrew. No, no one picked in Superbrew. And, you know, the Reds, very close game against the Chiefs. And, you know, all of these games were close. And even the Brumbies game was incredibly close in reality. Look at those scores, though, sir. Right? Just glance over those scores. Yeah, and then sort of glance the 20s. over the Gallagher Premiership scores. 42 all. That so is ridiculous. My point is, for the first time I've ever seen, there's been considerably more tries scored yep. in the Premiership than there was in Super. Normally, it's the other way around, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So, these games are incredibly entertaining. I mean, look at Gloucester's win over Bath. 64-0. Wow. Uh, Leicester had a good win, too, over Bristol. Yeah, very good win. So, I'm going to make a little... Um, we're, I think... I think um, we're in a bit of trouble now because this is good stuff to watch. The Gallagher Premiership is good to watch. Why are you good players? Why are you good swearing? Players. Why are you swearing at me? I'm just saying it. It's Disgusting. it's worth it's worth investing a bit of time into the Gallagher Premiership now. Whereas before, it was dreadful. We've said this on many occasions. Yeah, but you cannot sit there and say that 84 point draw. <laughs> was pretty that is ridiculous where's the defense must be like a sieve yeah must be like a sieve so we're going to go top four uh for the super rugby uh blues brumbies crusaders are still there chiefs moves up move up into fourth place now so uh three new zealand teams and one australian but then you've got reds close by waratahs close by then there's actually a bit of a gap to the Hurricanes. Yeah, and in the Premiership, the Gallagher Premiership, we've got uh, Leicester first, Saracen second, Harlequins third, Northampton Saints uh, in fourth. And Gloucester, last year, were almost bottom. So it just shows yeah. how they've really got their act together, which is fantastic. Mate, what caught your eye over the weekend? Uh, the Blues game. First one I watched, the really the only one I watched, um, I thought the Blues were going to run away with this, you know, but the force really stuck in there, didn't they? Held in there, and actually it was a lot closer than most people were expecting, I think. I think the force are pretty good at this, though. Like, they're pretty good at sticking in games. They're pretty good, especially at home. Yeah. You know, I don't think they've been heavily beaten this year or for a while. So I wasn't surprised that they... This, I wasn't surprised that the score line was relatively close, but I was surprised at how blunt the Blues looked. In fact... They looked flat, didn't they? I reckon all the Kiwi teams looked a bit blunt. If I was to Why do you think that is? Over, uh, I just think it's the way that they, they play. I think if you look at Australia now, they have really good strike runs yeah. or moves or patterns off first phase. Whereas New Zealand teams tend to, barring the Hurricanes are better than any of the other New Zealand teams in my opinion, but even they struggle. Basically my point is, on first phase, Australian teams look to score 
and New Zealand teams look to set up to score. Which is weird because that's never what we've sort of done. No, we for for years and years and years we were dangerous off scrums and lineouts, and now it seems that we try and get like 10, 12, 15 phases down the line and wear them down. Yeah. Which is very kind of Welsh or Irish in the way that they... Northern Hemisphere. Northern Hemisphere, you know, sort of bludgeoning teams a little bit, trying to win on physicality rather than on smarts. Yeah. I think, you know, the New Zealand team's got so many good players that they get away with it, but they're not seemingly getting away with it as much as they used to. So it was a great game, though. I mean, all the games on the weekend were, were fantastic. Definitely. Um, Chiefs hung in there for their uh, their win, didn't they? I think the Chiefs are probably the most impressive New Zealand side at the moment. I think the Blues have had a little dip. I think the Crusaders have, have, have dipped all season. The Crusaders have been up and down like a yo-yo, haven't they? They haven't been up, mate. Well, <clears throat> okay, I'll, I'll rephrase. They've been... Up and down like a yo-yo, but like game by game, as in in the game, they'll be absolutely dreadful, and then they'll do something amazing, like the Crusaders of old, and then they'll drop back down. You know, handling errors for the Crusaders is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I was listening to Justin Marshall. Oh, because he, he, he made he, a really he made a really good point. Great knowledge of. <laughs> you know, I, I rate him. I rate him. Right? I know you rate him. I know. So anyway, he did make a really great point which is he was saying that the crusaders only look dangerous when they are backs up against the wall with 10 minutes to go they play great rugby and we saw that again on the weekend when they were 13 men two men down yeah 10 minutes to go they played all their rugby yeah and too little too late if they just played with a little bit more energy more cohesion earlier I think they'd probably wipe teams away like they were in the in the past, but I just think they've got real issues. You know, I, I hate to say it, but Scott Robinson, you know, he's had the same issues coming at him for about a year and a half now. Um, and I, I have said this, you know, I, I you remember me at the start of the season saying, I don't think they've got players in certain positions that they need to to win this competition. I actually said it last year, and they got out of jail because... They had injuries, and Leicester Fainuku came into 13, and we saw what a difference it made. Yeah. And I just don't think that's going to happen this year. I think Scott Robinson is a very, very good coach, very, very good motivator, but obviously he's built up trust with certain players, and it's going to take something quite dramatic for him to change. You know, to to he might he'll probably feel like he's letting them down. They've done a good job for him before. Yeah. But the game's moved on. The game's changed. And I fear that the Crusaders haven't kept up, whereas other others others have. It'll be interesting to see how the playoffs actually go. If you, ha- if you were to think who's going to be in the top four after the quarters, name your top four after the quarters. Blues, Brumbies, Crusaders... And I don't know who the fourth one Chiefs. would be. I think you've got to have Chiefs know. in there, eh? I think you've got to have Chiefs. I could imagine the Chiefs, the Crusaders, the Blues, and the Brumbies, and I think anything else would be a shock. But, you know, you might get a Waratahs beating a Crusaders again. Or the Reds. You know, Reds upsetting. Because at the moment, I mean, JOC not being there has made a huge, huge difference. Yes, it has, yeah. Mate, I've got here Fiji crowd. Oh, amazing. Absolutely wonderful. Electric. Yeah, brilliant. And apparently tickets... Tickets. Ah, Tickets. (laughs) Tickets weren't cheap, which I was surprised about, yeah. Because all of those those, uh, Fijian families are all fully jerseyed up. Yeah, they're kitted out, aren't they? And um, like the whole family's there. The whole family's there, so they would have remortgaged the house. Um, Hey, hey, missus. Hey, missus. (laughs) The... uh, Fiji Jura are playing uh, here this week. <laughs> uh, we need to remortgage our place. <laughs> so we get tickets and jerseys <laughs> for the whole kids, for the kids. Because, uh, you know, it's going to be really interesting seeing week by week when they go and play those home well, games. Well, they're playing Chiefs again back in Fiji at the end of the season. I love it. Absolutely I love it. I love it as well. 
And I reckon Moana Pacifica should go back to Samoa and then go Tonga as well. You Just know? Hop, um, island hopping. Yeah. Honestly, it'd be great. It would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And then, then New South Wales, um, Leichhardt Oval. So it wasn't on yeah. this, wasn't a big stadium. It's in Leichhardt Oval. It's packed out. But we've said this before, haven't we? Yeah. It needs to be in smaller stadiums so people actually pack it out, but it, there's an atmosphere. You know, yeah. when, last week when it was all in Melbourne, great stadium, fantastic stadium, but it was empty. Do you know the other thing as well? Like, um, you know the timing of the games? So normally games are like two o'clock or quite late at night, yes. right? But they, they were like five in yeah. Australia. Do you know what time that is? That's hot chips and hot dogs time, eh? That's, that's neighbours, mate. That's, that's that's family time, though. That's that's mom, summer bay. That's mum, dad. That's the kids. Let's go to the footy and let's have tea while we're yeah. there. Honestly, I think they've stumbled over it. I think more games should be around tea time. Yeah, where I actually agree. people think you know we're going to spend money anyway going out for a meal, which is going to cost a load of money anyway. Why don't we just go to the Ruggers? Get a right? little takeaway there. Get a little, uh, you know, hot chips and hot dog. Oh, it's hot chips. You know, and a couple of drinks and happy days. I agree. I totally agree with you. But, you know, don't go to Eden Park. No. But what do you do with Eden Park then? How, do, how does Eden Park make money? Because that's your problem, isn't it? That, you yeah, know, they're relying. Not, I bet not making money. No, but it's... It, what Maybe is on it? a real big game. Yeah, on a on a test match. But my point don't is, go to we- don't go to um, Sky Stadium at um, don't go to don't the go Caton. Caton. Even um, in Dunedin, it's not getting a full full crowd in there. No, that should do though. Should it's not big, and it's it's under. You can't go. Oh, we've got a lovely stadium here. It's undercover. We're going to go and play out in the wet. I know that, that but cold weather. I agree, but then they need to have better strategies of getting people there. Free KFC. <laughs> I'd be all over it. Where's my ticket? <laughs> so really impressed with the crowds. Really impressed with how Fiji played. God, they played in that first out half. Out of their skin. Out of their skin. And then, you know, the, the, the Highlanders came out really strong. Um, right. If you would put your money on this question, which would you answer? Who's going to win this Splitters Low Cup this year and who's going to win next year's Blizzard Cup if you had to put your house Australia, on Australia oh if I had to put my house I don't have yeah. a house Damien <laughs> if you I did. remortgaged it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the shirts yeah. for the kids <laughs> for my 18 my 16 kids <laughs> you're laughing but <laughs> <laughs> um, next year I think maybe Australia will win it next year yeah this year I think New Zealand will win it this year, but it'll be very, very, very close. Because you're looking at those Aussie teams now and you're saying, I looked at the Brumbies, I had the Hurricanes to win that. And then I looked at the Brumbies team and I was like, they just don't have any real weaknesses. You know, they've got great midfield. Uh, Lolisio is back. Uh, Nick White's fantastic scrum half. On the wings, you Banksy was back at, at fullback. Um they're, they're a class outfield. They are. In fact, most of that back line is an Aussie back line yeah. at some point. Yes. So very, very good. Very good. What are the benefits of playing rugby in the Super Rugby competition compared to France or the Premiership? Don't skill. There's, there's not a lot anymore, though, is there? There's not. The thing that's changed is... The premiership has become more exciting because they're starting to fling it and ying it. Yeah, because they've got the New Zealand coaches. It's a totally different <laughs> style of play. To Facilities have got better over here as well. Of, yes. They're not playing on real muddy grounds. Yes, you know, if, correct. If, if it's they not were, a Ford's game. If they were, they've then got a 4G pitch now, yes. which they didn't do before. So I'm just, I think before, you know, it was nice for the players. They lived at home, obviously. But they got an opportunity to go to Japan, Argentina, Australia, and South Africa. Yeah. That's, if you're a young person playing rugby, that's pretty exciting. Whereas you come over to the Premiership, you're just playing in England. Yes. Not that exciting. You're just playing in France. Yeah. Not that exciting. So we used to have that. And whereas now, 
it's New Zealand and Australia yeah. and maybe Fiji. It's not quite what it used to be. It doesn't have the pull factor, does it? No, so I think we need to really look at that. Right, mate, I'm going to go players, players of the round was for New Got South Wales. caught your eye, eh? Yeah, Peach. Unbelievable. Peach. Yeah. He was a sevens player. He's come in. He's a beautiful runner. Beautiful runner. Tate McDermott for the Reds. Yeah. And I can't remember his name, but the New South Wales 13, um, big ball carrier, very, very, God, very what was good. his name? Yeah. Oh, it'll come back to yeah. me. <clears throat> the only other thing that caught my eye, mate, was the f- the lack of Sunnyville Williams. Yeah, Village. They obviously have been listening to the podcast, and uh, they heard that. Um, there's a few little jives around about him as well in the commentary box. Really? Yeah, yeah. So we missed him so much, didn't we? We thought we'd do yeah. Arrow. <laughs> so are you ready for this? Do you want to go? They are family friendly. Those ones aren't they? They are family friendly. Yeah. So um, we'd like you to vote. Right, I'm going to put this on Twitter. Oh, are you? Whose is the better Sonny Bill impersonation? Okay. So this was during the Crusaders match, wasn't it? Yes. Just before I threw the remote. So I'm going to go you first. Okay. No, I'll go me first. Okay. All right. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, uh, my, um, my, uh, halftime, uh, my halftime review, um, the Crusaders have been, um, oh, she, she's, uh, you need to help me out, boys. You need to help me out, boys. Shh. Yeah, not very good. Not very good. Oh, that was me. It's time for you nice, now. Uh, loads of passes not going to hand, foot, hand, foot, mouth disease. Waratahs uh, play well. Uh, home pitch, so they get the crowd advantage. Advantage. Oh, yeah. Good game, though, eh? Love it. <laughs> I think I have to give it to you, yeah. mate. <laughs> uh, we'll, let, we'll let our listeners... Uh, Decide. A vote on that, eh? Yeah. So it was it was great. If you if you are a super fan, super rugby fan, you've got to say it's a great thing for the for the for the competition. Well, our voice note. No. Oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> and the Crusaders getting beaten, and the Fiji Jura having full crowds. Yeah. And New South Wales put on a great show. And as far as Leichhardt Oval being electric, the, the fans getting on the back of the referee, great. Yeah. That Absolutely great. brilliant. It is. Mate, listeners' questions? Yes. Do you want to read it out? Week in, week out, I tune in to listen to the pod and hear Damo talk about how New Zealand and the Crusaders need a big ball carrier in the midfield. My question to you is firstly, what differences or difference would having a big ball carrier make? And secondly, if this is so important... Why are most teams lacking these types of players? And that is from LinkedIn. <laughs> Lincoln. <laughs> uh, I just I, do. I hear a little bit of like um, he's not not a little he, bit of distaste. Yeah, a little, bit of, sourness. little bit of like, well, Damo, if it's so important, why has no one else got these players? I just think the way New Zealand play, if they had a big ball carrier, they get over the advantage it's the style line. Of play, isn't it? Yeah, they get over the advantage line. The defence takes the time to reset. Quick ball goes. You know, a New you Zealand know, game is all about quick ball. You know, the Highlanders did it quite well. They had, um, who'd they have? Umanga Jensen. Yeah, good, good player. 13, and every single time he got the ball, he was making that, like, the gain line. Yeah. And then, obviously, Aaron Smith, was, Aaron Smith was there, gets rid of it super quick. And I know that Fiji Jura played very well, but so did the Highlanders. Yeah. You know, they had front football constantly. And that's what it's all about, because, you know, when New Zealand teams or Australian teams, they come over and play in Europe, the defensive structures are fast, quick quick defence, smother them, and then slow the ball down. So yes. the whole time they're trying to slow the ball down, 
And, you know, New Zealand team struggle, Australian team struggle with slow ball. So if you've got a big ball carrier, then it becomes very, very difficult to slow that ball down because, you know, your team's moving forward. Yes. It's uh, becoming available a lot quicker and you can guarantee it as well. And as soon as you can guarantee it, it's very, very difficult to stop. So Tuolangi, the best at this, where you know you give the ball to Tuolangi, he's going to get over the game line. It's going to be quick ball from that. You can set up a lot of moves around it as well yes. by saying, give it to him, and actually we know we're going to get over the but game line. But imagine if England did give that quick ball. Yeah. Well, they, they have improved a lot. Oh, the, Yeah, don't get me wrong, they have improved. And that's why when, still... he, when he plays, huge difference in yep. performance. When he doesn't, they struggle. Yes, I agree. Totally so, agree. You know, is Umanga Jensen maybe part of the answer? Because he is a big fella and he's strong and he's got an extra bit of weight on him that yeah. he probably doesn't even need right no. now. But that's okay. Bit of ballast. Bit of ballast. So why don't... Well, I can't answer that second question. Why can't other people see this problem? I don't get it. I think they were so worried about the double pivot. And they wanted... But they still are. They are. And... They think this quick defence, it's about getting around that defence. Because if you don't watch, if you watch, basically they send someone up to cut off 13. Yes. So they're trying to get the ball to 14 and 11 and 15 quick. Hence more and more kick passes. More and more kick passes. They need the 12 and 13 to be really good with their hands. But actually I think all that would be solved by a big ball carrier punching a hole there. But if you punch a hole there then you've, already, you've got gaps out wide. Correct. And if you've got that front ball or front foot ball, you know, you can whip it out. <laughs> what can you whip out? <laughs> <laughs> it takes me a while to un- unravel. <laughs> Jeepers, I'll just get <laughs> unwind it. Over my shoulder. <laughs> right, mate, my question to you. Yeah, good. Do New Zealand need to do what Australia have done. And what I mean by Australia, I mean, should they be able to pick players from overseas if they've played a certain amount of caps for New Zealand? I think it's a real nightmare of a question. Because That's why I've asked it to I you. know, but who, I mean, Lamarpe at the moment, I suppose if you opened up that, I think, okay, let's look at the benefits of that system. If you allow established older players to go and play overseas and still be selectable, yep. then you're giving the young guys an earlier start. That's a good thing. So they're going to stay because they're going to get game time playing for Highlanders, Crusaders, whatnot. And the older guys go and make some cash. But they know they've got to play so many games for the All Blacks before they can do that. So not everyone yes. can just go. Correct. Gives more people opportunity. That's the good thing. The bad thing is, is that, you know, to, to be the best, you've got to play the best. But we've just been praising the premiership here. Yeah, because they can take people from all, all over the world. Yeah, that's what I mean. But we're praising them. So why can't they come and play in a good competition to then potentially no, be no, picked? No, that, that's not my point. My point is to be the best, you've got to play the best. I'm not talking about Bowden Barrett. I'm talking about the young guys like Ruben Love, yeah, okay. who has to play Bowden Barrett okay, to improve his game, right? Okay. So you know Bowden Barrett, he could play in the Premiership and still be playing at a great level, yeah. But then Ruben Love and guys like himself wouldn't be playing against; they'd be playing against Bryn Gatlin rather than you know the top Richie Mwanga and, and Bowden Barrett. Yeah, but not everyone would go. Most would go. I think what you'd find is... Which is, is the problem with New Zealand rugby. If you play, let's make it 40 caps, right? As soon as you get to 40 caps, you can go overseas and make a whole load of cash and yeah, still be selectable. Mean, yeah, but it doesn't mean you'll get selected. I, I get your point. Yeah. But if you're a really top player, you know you get selected. It's a risk, I suppose. High risk, high reward. But yeah, very, very good question. Do they need to do it? I don't think they do. But I think it's a ticking... I think unless you get some sort of IPL for rugby, yeah. I think you're going to have to. So if I was a, in New Zealand, I'd be really pushing to for some tournament to be started where 
your players can make the bulk of their money over a six-week period and then they don't have to go and play overseas. Mm. I just can't see that happening. No? No. My question to you, sir, is what is the best game of rugby you have ever watched? Um, I think it might have been 2017 when the All Blacks played South Africa um, at Mount Smart Stadium, I think, oh, or North Harbour Stadium. Real good game, wasn't and it? We beat them like fifty-seven nil or something like oh, that. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other one. No, I'm so talking about a, yeah, that was a good game. And though. Rico Yuani had just come onto the scene yeah. and was scoring ten tries every game. <laughs> you know, and I remember that game and being like, "Wow, we're awesome. really good, awesome." <laughs> 2015 Rugby World Cup final. I agree with that. That was a hell of a game. Great game. It sounds awful, but you know when... Who's uh, Gitto? You know when Gitto got knocked out? In that, yes. That, that was the winning of the game for me. Like, And I don't mean that in a bad way, but he was such a good player. And you know if he'd have been on the pitch, yeah, the game just would have been a lot yes. tighter. Yeah. And him going off was like, oh, well, I think we're going to win this now. Yeah. I mean, the, the other one is obviously New Zealand v Australia, Bledisloe Cup in Sydney oh, yeah. and with 100,000. Yeah. But if we go, you know, sort of in more recent, recent time, there was another game, New Zealand v um, South Africa, and it was like 45, 42 or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was an awesome game. Awesome game. Billy LaRue scores in the corner, makes it real tight. Or he might have been bundled out. Do you know what I mean? It was great. It was great. Mate, it's time to finish off the show. Yeah, we've got to be quick though, eh, mate? We do have to be quick. But do not worry, sir. I've got some really good questions for you. So a few um, weeks ago when I did this, I compared Sam Kane to others in his position. Yes. Okay. So I thought I'd do the same thing. About Aaron Smith. Okay. So we're going to look at Aaron Smith compared to their Australian counterparts of Nick White. Okay. Tate McDermott. Yeah. Jake Gordon. Now, Jake Gordon, if you don't know, he is the New South Wales. Yeah, the Waratahs. Yeah, good good player. Very good player. So you have to say uh, where you think Aaron Smith comes. Yes, and there's four of them, aren't there? And there's four of them. So you're only telling me where you think he comes. Yes. So I've done this year and last year as a comparison. Okay. So average gain line carry, all right? So how many meters has he made from every time he's run? Okay. He'll be last. Right. So I'll give you the options. You've got... um, One, two, three, or four. (laughs) You've got ranging from 1.6 meters through to... 7.6 7.6 meters per okay. carry 7.6 per carry yeah. wow and in between that you got 1.8 and 2.9 that's a big leap isn't there yeah new south wales boys first you are absolutely while i bring up the app and it does my facial recognition <laughs> Hang on. Because the microphone's in the way. Hang on. You are correct on that yeah. one. So Jake Gordon is first. 7.6 yeah, metres per carry. He scored a few runaway tries. And where do you think Aaron Smith is? I think he's last. Yeah. Yeah, mate, you're right. Aaron Smith, 1.6. He's not much of a runner. He isn't much of a runner. Okay. So next one is his tackle rate. Okay. All right. So we've got uh, values ranging from... 70% through to 89%. Where do you think he falls? I think he's third. You think he's third? Yeah. Okay. Final answer? Yeah. Is he last again? He's last again. Right. Yeah, 70%. That's not very good. That's not very good, <laughs> is it? Whereas Tate McDermott, 89. Yeah. And Jake Gordon, 89. Right. Uh, and Nick White, 77. Wow. So still considerably more. Okay. Um, we're going to go now for the last one, which is penalties conceded. So okay. how many times do you think 
they get penalized. So we've got a high of four and a low of zero. <laughs> Where does he fall? He'll be third. He'll have like three. Okay. You want to go with that? No. I'll go four. Oh. Zero, mate. Oh. Hasn't been penalized. Well, he got marched 10 meters on the weekend. Did he? Mm. But that's not a penalty. The penalty had already been given. Ah, okay. So um, we've got Tate McDermott. I know Nick White at four. He's a right copy. Yeah. (laughs) Mind you, you sent me that text going, oh, Aaron Smith, I'd hate to play against him. Uh, Three for Tate McDermott and one for Jake Gordon. Right, okay. So what was really interesting is Aaron Smith last year was leading most of the stats. Wow. But this year... He's dropped off. He's dropped off, yeah. He barely played, though. Yeah, he has barely played. Jake Gordon, though, he's a heck of a player. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at him this I year mean, and last year. Jake Gordon is top carry, top tackler. Very impressive. The the, the, war, uh, the, the Wallabies have a hard decision they at do, nine. They do, don't they? And you've got three world-class yeah. nines. Yep. I and would say... I would almost say those three are in the top five in the world. In the world, are you Faf saying Faf, Smith? Smith. What about Dupont? Oh, He's not bad. top six, top <laughs> six. <laughs> totally forgot. Yeah, mate, that's the end of the show. It is the end of the show. Show end of the show. Show. So you need to get out voting. Who's got the best butt, Sunny Bill? And if you think you can do better, then yeah. send it in. Come the razzle, the dazzler. <laughs> send it in. Ah, boy, sir. Send it in. (laughs) You should lose just on that. (laughs) Mate, how can people help us, support us? They can like, they can subscribe, they can share a five-star review. Yeah, it's big. That is big. And be like Hank the Tank. And if you haven't emailed in, email in. Exactly right. Maybe don't email in what he emailed in. What, I'm going to win and then get last? (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Correct. Wooden spoon, <laughs> hey. Oh, what hey. a spoon. Uh, also, I'm going to link the Patreon. Oh, yes. To the every now. If you want to uh, donate some money every month to pay for Toby's haircuts uh, <laughs> and my classes on how to speak more like Sonny Bill, <laughs> then you can do that. Uh, I think it starts at two quid. Two quid. Two quid a month, up to eight pounds or something like that. Really? For those big spenders. What about 100? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, mate, until next time. Yeah, see you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.